What is up everyone and welcome back to PGB Football um, episode 3. So what we're getting into today is looking back at game week 37. So the penultimate game week and we're gonna look over a whole bunch of things with regards to the final day um, tomorrow and what we can expect but mostly we're going to go over a recap first of uh, Gaming 37 um, the important matches see what they brought us and see how they affected the table and how they affected everything um, in terms of the final day and how we can how we can predict what will happen on the final day and yeah I just want to let's get it basically let's get into it (laughs) so I think it'll be fitting to start with an important game um, which was played on Sunday it was first Bournemouth and Southampton. So Bournemouth went into that match knowing that if they were won that match, that they would be closer to, that they would go to 34 points and be be closer to staying out of the relegation or jumping out of the relegation zone. But unfortunately, after being one 0 down with a Danny Ings goal, they nearly came back into the game and actually nearly drew that game, but their goal was disallowed because because of offside. And then Southampton put salt on the wounds and scored another goal and won 2-0. So currently, Bournemouth's safety is in jeopardy at the moment and they are likely to go down to, they are most likely gonna go down to the championship, which I strongly believe. Um, Shame, I mean, I don't really want them you don't want any team to go go down on the last day, but if they kind of deserve it, then it makes sense for them to go down and then rebuild their team to one day maybe come back up into the Parkies Premier League. Premier League now. Um, so that's Bournemouth and Southampton. Next, we had Tottenham and Leicester at um, the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. And your Tottenham were went into this game real, real hot, and they ended up winning the game three 0 They were dominant for almost for the whole first half. They were dominant. I mean, the, the the goals came all all came in the first half, and really, Leicester really messed up in the beginning. They didn't they didn't have a good start to the game with that James Justin own goal, and then yeah. Tottenham from then on just put salt in the wounds and 3-0 up at half time and they couldn't get back into the game and that makes that makes um, Leicester's pursuit for Champions League um, tough more tough for them and with them I don't think just because they're playing Man United tomorrow I don't think they'll and the and the run and the form, run of form that Manchester United are on, I don't think 
uh, that they'll end up making Champions League, but they'll definitely make Europa League, which, in honest opinion, is a good season for Leicester. I mean, they came from having, I think, a top 10 finish last season. Then they came 10th last season, 10th or 9th. Um, just missed out on Europa League last season. Um, that obviously making coming fifth and making Europa League would essentially be be deemed as a very good season. But it's just a shame that they were in that fourth place spot or third. They were in third for most of the season, which was quite a um, quite a surprise for everyone, especially for me. I mean. For me, it was a surprise when Leicester got into third place. But then, obviously, we became we became accustomed to be to seeing Leicester in third place for the rest of the season. Um, I actually didn't think they were going to drop so many points and end up losing that third spot. Um, so that was quite a shock overall. <coughs> but we'll have to wait to the final day. You never know; anything could happen. But now we know. Um, that that those two Champions League spots um, are being fought for by United, Chelsea, and Leicester, and it's going to be a really amazing um, final day. I think one of the most competitive final days besides last last season, which was the um, the fight for the title. <laughs> that was insane. Um, but yeah, we won't get into that. So it's going to be another huge finish um, for, to- um, for tomorrow. And there's, there's also there's so many factors. I mean, there's Champions League spots up for grabs. There's Europa League spots up for grabs. There's who's going to be safe in the Premier League. That's between Bournemouth, Villa and Watford. Um, and obviously with Brighton West Ham sealing their Premier League status for next season um, that all has has you know cemented their position there um, so uh, the next game we'll get into Everton and Sheffield didn't mean much but it was just a surprise for Everton to to beat Sheffield at home um, it was quite an evenly contested um, affair, but Everton snatched a snatched a winning goal in Richarlison just after half time. Bullet of a header. Um, what a goal! And yeah, Sheffield surprisingly lost at home after a solid season with Chris Wilder. And how's their position? So they are in eighth place, and they and I I don't. They, are, they can't make a Europa League anymore because they are four points behind Tottenham and a win will take them to 57. So, unless that eighth position is a qualifying round, um, they can, unless they can make the qualifying round for Europa League in that eighth position, um, which I don't think so. But yeah, overall, they've had a solid season just being promoted to the Premier League this um, at the beginning of the season um, and finishing eighth in their first in their first Premier League season um, is an immense achievement from Chris Wilder and 
and their um, and their team um, just con- very consistent um, throughout the season and you know, just really 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 impressed me with their performances but obviously yeah, slipped up on on occasion um, but, you know, very solid season from them and another other results Brighton Newcastle didn't watch that game that was a no no affair but that's that sealed Brighton's fate um, they got a point and um, remain in the Barclays Premier League for next season so well done to them Wolves and Crystal Palace um, Wolves beat Palace I didn't watch this game but the goals were very good from Prudence and Johnny. They kept a clean sheet there. And that cemented their, their Europa League um, spot. Sixth position. I think they will finish sixth position. Sixth position. They play Chelsea tomorrow. And that will be an eventful day because they want to keep that sixth position so sixth position so they don't have to qualify going to the qualifying round for the Europa League um, and Chelsea have to get a result out of that game because they don't want to they want to qualify um, for the Champions League it's it's kind of um, I'm looking at the table now it's kind of funny to, to see so you know the goal difference is huge in this um Obviously, United has a bigger goal difference than Chelsea. United with 28 goal difference and Chelsea with 13. If Leicester had to win tomorrow and Chelsea had to lose, then um, Chelsea would end up fifth. United would make Champions League and Leicester would make Champions League. So that would knock them out of the the Champions League League spot, which um, I personally don't think will happen. Don't think will happen. I think Chelsea will get a result tomorrow against Wolves, and so basically um, they have to bank on either one, um, either United or Leicester getting a result, and either either a draw or a win um, for either side. And Chelsea themselves have to get a result, either a draw or a win, to qualify. So that will be very interesting to watch. That's that's going to be the the most exciting. Those will be going to be the most exciting fixtures of the lot. Um, so yeah, on then looking at the other matches that we had in game week 30, 37, the penultimate game week was Watford and Man City, and that was a demolition by Man City. They dominated the whole game, won that four 0 and struggling Watford had to succumb to that result and obviously Man City they they expected it all the all the football fans expected um, expected expected that Man City would get a huge result there and that plays a big part in the relegation battle because that that plays a lot in goal difference um, before that Man City game, Watford were on, were on minus 23 and Aston Villa were on minus 27. 
just because they conceded four goals down the same goal difference as Bournemouth and have a less of a goal and have more say more of a goal difference than Aston Villa where Aston Villa have minus 26 so that gives them an advantage um, over Watford just because so yeah that separates Aston Villa and Watford both on 34 points but Aston Villa are 17th and out of the relegation zone by because of goal difference <coughs> and that brings us to Villa versus Arsenal what a game what an exciting game to watch. I actually, I watched that game late at night. Uh, Villa scoring scoring that early goal. Pretty early goal. Mid, halfway through through the second half of, of a Conor Hurrihan corner. Mings flicked it on with his head into Trezeguet and Trezeguet just smashed it in past Martinez. It was a really, really good goal. Such an amazing finish. And yeah, that's Chesigay's third goal in three games, I'm pretty sure. Um, and you know, he has done Aston Villa a huge solid um, in the fight for Premier League survival. Um, and with Aston Villa on the final day playing West Ham away, which is a also a massive game. West Ham have confirmed their safety. With that draw at Man United, with that draw at Manchester, at Old Trafford, um, they secured their Premier League status. So they kind of have nothing to play for. It's just kind of like a get a result um, to you know disrupt the the relegation the battle or get a result in preparation for next season. So you know, do you choose to be a bit lenient on on your opposition? Let them maybe win the game, and you know. But you, you're gonna. Those teams are always gonna fight for a result. The Premier League is like that. You'll never let. Nowadays, you'll never let another team lose. Another team beat you. You'll always want a result in preparation for the next season or the next game, just to solidify that morale within your team. So yeah, Villa need a result there. They need Watford to lose, they need Bournemouth to lose, they need at least a draw to secure their fate. And it's going to be tough on both Bournemouth and Watford, simply because Watford are playing Arsenal away, and Bournemouth are playing Everton away, which is which are very tough fixtures, in a sense, because they are on decent form. I mean, Arsenal... <laughs> I always seem to tune Arsenal but you never know with them they pulled off two spectacular results against Man City and Liverpool respectively and then didn't find, couldn't find a way to win the game or even draw the game against, against Villa which is shocking in that in that respect and obviously there's a whole lot of rebuild in the, I want there's a whole lot of rebuild needed for Arsenal to ever come close to that Europa or Champions League position. But your Arsenal uh, a podcast for Arsenal or an episode for Arsenal individually is going to be in in the future. 
it's in it's in the works. <laughs> What's that? But y'all, what what could Watford can get a result there, and that must be scary for Arsenal because that's going to be an, a quite an unpredictable game. Um, you don't know. Watford are fighting for survival. Arsenal are fighting for pure morale. For they they, they just need a result. But they can't make Europa League. They you know they 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 don't want to remain tenth. They don't want to finish the season on tenth, but they can they can finish the season on eighth. They want a result out of that, obviously. So Arsenal aren't going to back down. But either Watford aren't going to back down, and you can you see, and we've seen that Watford have got results this season, beating Liverpool three 0 You never know; it's very unpredictable. Anything can happen. Um, so I'm very keen to watch these matches and see what's in store. Everton Bournemouth, so it's my my team, Everton versus Bournemouth, and obviously you want your boys to win, you want Everton to win, but you also feel sorry for Bournemouth, and I think that's going to be a very good match as well because Bournemouth have something to fight for. They're not relegated really yet. They have one match to get a result in hope, in the hope that Aston Villa and Watford lose, which is also like it's not in their hands. So they kind of do deserve to be relegated because they haven't got those results that they've so dearly needed. Which is a uh, yeah. And unfortunately, I'm gonna I'm gonna say this that they are, like I said earlier in the episode. They probably will go down, and I'm, I won't be surprised because I feel that Aston Villa will get a result against West Ham. They have that fighting spirit. You can see that they have their fighting spirit, and I don't think Watford, Watford can get a draw. Definitely, they can even get a win. You never know. So yeah, but personally, I want Aston Villa to stay up. I think it'll be fitting for the Premier League. To have Aston Villa for a second season, simply because they just got promoted this season. Um, it's their first season since like 2015. They're back in the Premier League since 2015, 2016, when Leicester won the league. I'm pretty sure, or the season before. And I think it's fitting for them to 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 stay in the Premier League. I want to see. Jack, Jack Grealish come um, continue in the Premier League because he is a massive player for this for this Aston Villa team. So skillful, so good on his feet, so crucial to that team. And I just think that if they had to go down Aston Villa, that obviously another team in the Premier League would sign him. So we won't be missing Jack Grealish because of his um, his performances this season, how he's brought Aston Villa to where they are. Although they're 17th and fighting for relegation. Doesn't take one man to to bring success to a team. It takes your whole team. But he has put in those solid performances to bring Aston Villa in a, in a fight. Still in a fighting position and not already relegated. So yeah, it will be a very interesting final day tomorrow. And obviously that... Yes, we get to the two final games for Game Week 37. Sorry, I ranted a bit in <laughs> about relegation. But y'all, we saw the 
final two game week um, 37 matches, we saw Man United and West Ham. That was a quite a solid game. I mean, we all expected United to win because of their their, their form, and they went at home. But they just got, I think they just got a bit unlucky, you know. Yeah, Pogba didn't do them a good. Um, they did, you know, Pogba did, did them a disservice by handling the ball um, in the box. That was ridiculous. When I saw that, that was a real. Sh- <laughs> it was quite a, it's quite a laughable moment to be honest. Um, no, he's a, he's a tosser for doing that. <laughs> um, and then Antonio converting Greenwood with an absolute um, belt of a finish. Yeah, that's his. I think that was his 17th goal of the the season, which is insane for for a breakthrough player. Um, just breaking through into the United um, first team this season. 18 years old. What a player! Really, really solid season from him. Um, that was a great game, and that affected the table quite heavily. That still gave Leicester a chance to qualify for Champions League. If they had won that game, I don't think Leicester would have been able to challenge for the Champions League. But now they have the chance. Um, West Ham, obviously, that that draw secured their safety, um, brought them to 38 points. I was really surprised as to how West Ham performed the season. Really inconsistent, like such a such good signings. Like they have such good players as well, like sort of Felipe Anderson, Yarmolenko. Um, Antonio uh, Noble Pablo Fornals Declan Rice Such solid players But unfortunately their defence And some somewhat not finding that Goal scoring touch let them down In Sebastian Haller Had had an up and down season Didn't really um, It was his first season I mean um, Coming from Germany Straight German Coming from Bundesliga straight into Premier League, you you won't be able to adjust straight away. And I can say that for Timo Werner as well, who's coming to Chelsea, he, he's not going to adjust straight away. He's going to have to really acclimatise to the way and the style of how the Premier League plays out and how every team contends and how there's not much separating um, third and tenth. Or there's not much separating 8th and 17th. It's literally the, the difference between 11th and 16th is 9 points. It's not a lot. Um, so there's always competition there. There's always rivalry there. So you never know. But y'all, I was surprised at how West Ham did this season. I didn't expect them to finish any I actually expected them to finish like where Everton are at the moment like 11th 12th maybe 10th somewhere around there they could have been in place of Sheffield the roles were reversed you know Burnley even surprised me 9th at the moment I don't think they'd get results because specifically because of their squad depth they had very very big problems there Um, a lot of News about contract renewals and players wanting to leave and 
play, crucial players that they had when um, not signing new contracts, like, for example, Jeff Hendrick. Decent player, was, was, quite, was quite a starting player um, during the season. Bench players, bench um, 50-50, basically. No, he's he's not included in the, in the team anymore. Also, Joe Hart got off the scene. They were they released him. Very surprising as well. Joe didn't expect him to finish ninth, but yeah, doesn't really matter anymore. So that result's over. Finally, the last game of game week thirty-seven, Liverpool Chelsea. Wow, what an end to game week thirty-seven we had. I was off my seat the whole game. It just, it never dis- disappointed. Like, every minute of that game was entertaining. Cheapers. From the first goal right to the last goal. Never disappointed that game. 5 3. Eight beautiful goals were scored. I just remember the moment Christian Pulisic came on with Tammy Abraham and I just said to myself this guy is going to run around this defense he is going to wreak havoc and that's exactly what he did assist and a goal as soon as he came on Jeez. straight away literally came on in like the 60th minute boom assist for dribbled past Gomez Fabinho TAA Trent Alexander-Arnold destroyed them Sister Tammy Abraham with a beautiful cross. Boom. Back in the game. I think it was I think that made it 4-2. Yeah, so it was 1 0, 2-0, 3-0, 3-1, 4-1, 4-2, 4-3, 5-3. Yeah, it was 4-1 at that stage. Pull the session, Tammy Abraham came on, boom. Impact straight away. I actually thought at one point Chelsea could pull a 4-4 here, take a result out of this game and, you know, go ahead into that third position that they so dearly wanted. But unfortunately, Liverpool had too much firepower, brought on the Ox and he scored a, a, be- a beautiful goal. Wow. Counter-attack from, from Chelsea's high-pressed corner. And, yeah, that was, a, that was a runaway goal. That was an amazing goal. Every single goal. Cater's goal. Wow. Banger. Absolute bullets of a shot. I never, I've never seen Cater hit a ball that hard. In my entire life. And Trent Alexander-Arnold's free kick. Wow. Beautiful. Like a literal replica from when he scored against Crystal Palace. Genie with a... She's also quite a, quite a fierce shot into the roof. Off that corner. Firmino off. Why not? Firmino's broke his duck. Um, I'm not sure when last he scored, but before that. But yeah, it was a, a beautiful goal. Crossing by Trent. Hit a hit at the in the middle of the goal. Can't complain. Then you know, a very fierce game. You know, deserved win by Liverpool. And that's that was the night they lifted the trophy. That was a spectacle. That was quite a surreal moment. I watched with a smile on my face. I'm sure every football fan watched with a smile on their face as they lifted that trophy after a wait of 30 years. I mean, who wouldn't? 
So, the final day is tomorrow. All the games at five o'clock. Wow, I'm excited. I don't know how excited you guys are, but I'm pretty fucking excited. We got a, oh, we got good games. Leicester, Manchester United, Chelsea, Wolves, Southampton, Sheffield, Newcastle, Liverpool, West Ham, Aston Villa, Burnley, Brighton, Arsenal, Watford, City, and Norwich. Another demolition. That's gonna be a little eight 0 I've got three fantasy players from, from City. That's going to be a little demolition. It's going to be a lot of goals there. I can just see it. Palace, Tottenham and Everton and Bournemouth. All at the same time. Five o'clock. CAT. Cape Town time. Um, yeah. She's well. And then, then it's over. Premier League seed. The Premier League season will be concluded tomorrow. We'll see who makes Champions League. We'll see who gets relegated. The the rest of the relegation places. And yeah, we'll see who makes Champions League and Europa League. And it's just going to be exciting. I'm so, so keen for it. Wow. What a beautiful season. What a beautiful season. Good job. That concludes today's podcast. I hope you really enjoyed it. Um, I'll probably be, re- be releasing. Well, I'll probably be releasing a podcast pretty soon on on either Champions League or maybe um, a little live podcast tomorrow during the games. Probably not, but we'll be living. We'll be living it up. Um, thanks so much for listening, and I'll see you guys next time.